see the bedrooms in this place. grab my iPod from there? Uh, beside, do you want to grab that iPod beside your cup? Yeah, that, yeah.
and Jeremy Hunga will serve us. It's not letting me record. It's not letting me record. For some reason.
us, your children. You know our worries. You know our cares, our sorrows, the sins which beset us often on this journey. You also know our joy and our happiness. And we ask, Father, while we yet walk here on this earth as your children, that you would keep us in your care through all of this. Show us the pathway which leads to your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, each day of our travel. Show us the way to the gospel, the forgiveness of sins, which sounds forth in your kingdom, this living kingdom here on earth, where there is power that brings peace to a sin-sick soul. Father, it is our desire and our goal to make it to the glory of heaven, to be there with you and thy dear Son. For we know that there is peace, an everlasting peace, here in this life we again and again experience the warfare, the trouble which surrounds us. And so it is for this reason, dear Father, again tonight, we wish to simply put our prayers to you to put our trust in you, that you would carry us to the destination. Surely, dear Father, there are many in this life outside of your dear kingdom who wander in darkness without peace of conscience, worried about many things. Dear Father, it is our prayer that you would bring such a one to the door of your kingdom where they too can receive the Lord Jesus into their heart. The message of the forgiveness of sins preached from your children so that they too could have peace of conscience and hope of heaven one day. That is our prayer, dear Father, that you would call sinners unto repentance. Give them peace as well. And continue 
continue to grant us the peace which we have known, the peace of conscience through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, we do not know how to pray so well, but we know and we trust that you even hear and understand our sighs which come from each one of our hearts. We're thankful for this, dear Father, that you hear our sighs and you can care for us in that way. And so we simply wish to say that prayer which your Son has taught us, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Today marks 12 days after Christmas, the day which Jesus was born. This day is called Epiphany. And it's the day which the wise men came from the east to see the baby Jesus. To celebrate the birth of the Christ child. And so the gospel text for this day is found in Matthew, its second chapter. And I will read verses 1 through 11 in Jesus' name as follows. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born, king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem, of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And now Bethlehem in the land of Judah art not the least among the princes of Judah, 
For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come unto the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, old and frankincense and myrrh. Amen. When I pondered this day of Epiphany, I wondered of the meaning of the word Epiphany. I thought that I think I know that which it means, but was unable to uh, for sure. know the meaning of it. And so I thought to go to the dictionary even to to see there what the definition would be. And even this more simple definition which I have found gives a little more meaning, at least to me, and even of this text which we have read. It's a certain dictionary which I read from that in this way, that an epiphany is a moment when you suddenly feel that you understand or suddenly become conscious of something that is very important to you. And so in this text which we read, we could say that these wise men which came from the East following the star, the light of Christ, and when they found the baby Jesus, and as we heard how they rejoiced with exceeding joy, they were glad that they understood that the baby Jesus was indeed the Son of God. The promise of the Savior. 
was fulfilled there by his birth. And it was important to them. And we can even remember how John writes that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and that we beheld his glory, that glory of God was full of grace and truth. And in this way also, we understand that this birth of the baby Jesus I found one that'll charge Manifestation. I found one that'll charge Of the Son of God. It was on there. The promise that God had made of the Christ child, which now had been fulfilled. And so these three wise men, Dad. it says they came from the east. Hit another pattern. And as I understand that it could be even in this way referencing the Gentile nations which came Yeah. 
Jerusalem was on the way to Bethlehem. I am not sure myself the geography of that area. Perhaps they thought that Jerusalem being the holy city, surely this would be the place where the king would be born. Perhaps they thought there at the palace of King Herod would be a place fit for the king to be born. In any event, they were led to Jerusalem. Perhaps God, in his way to show the heart of Herod, in the unbelieving Jewish people led them there. We heard how they came to Herod the king, and they inquired unto Herod that they had seen the star in the east. They have come to worship him. But when Herod heard this, he was troubled. Yeah. And why do you suppose Herod was troubled? Yeah. Herod was the king. Yeah. I suppose he too had heard of the prophecy that this child would be born, a savior, an everlasting king. I think he felt threatened by this, that his earthly kingship, his earthly power could be taken away from him. And so, as we heard, King Herod uh, demanded of them where the Christ should be born. But he gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together. So we could say the very learned, the knowledgeable, those who knew the scripture well. And they told Herod, because I guess they knew how the prophet Micah told that this child would be born in Bethlehem of Judea. And they shared this unto King Herod. And Herod then called the wise men unto them. And Herod, Herod's heart was a different heart than that of the wise men. His heart 
was a heart of wrath and unbelief. And if we had read beyond our text, we would have found how the wise men, after meeting the baby Jesus, were shown in a dream to not go back to Herod as he had requested, but to go another way. And then Herod was angry. And what he did then was unimaginable to our minds. He ordered all of the children two years and under to be killed. But God had also come to Joseph and Mary in a dream and had led them away from the wrath of Herod. So that was the heart of King Herod. He did not believe in the, the Messiah. He did not believe on the message of the Savior that God had promised throughout time. And we can see also that those with him in Jerusalem also did not believe. And we can also say that yet to this day there are so many who yet do not believe. And many who even continue to wait for a Savior. But it was so that the Christmas child had been born, the Savior of this world. And when the wise men left that place of Herod, they found star again shining brightly before them. They were on the right path that would lead to the baby Jesus. And so they continued their journey following the light of Christ. And when they got to the place where the star stood above, there they found the young child with Mary, its mother. And as we heard, they fell down and worshipped him. And they presented gifts to the Christ child, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And they were very happy when they found this child. The light of Christ, which is the theme for this day of Epiphany, had led them there. They had faith 
in their, their heart. They believed that the everlasting king had been born. And they so wanted to see their savior with their own eyes. And don't we say how fortunate they were when they were able to lay eyes on the baby Jesus there in Bethlehem. He wasn't found in that great palace there in the big city of Jerusalem, but there in the small city of Bethlehem, where he was born in that stable, where the animals stood, a lowly place. So we see that these wise men were able to, in such a concrete way, see their Savior, the Son of God, and rejoice because of it. And also around this day of Epiphany, It is often remembered of the baptism of Jesus Christ because it too shows of how Jesus Christ was indeed that promised Son of God. Remember how John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Christ, it was his mission given to him by God that he would preach repentance and forgiveness and show the way which led to Jesus Christ. And that is what he did. And to those who believed his message, he baptized them. But here in the third chapter of Matthew it says, this was when Jesus then came from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. It says, John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? That's his question. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. And he suffered him or baptized him. So it needed to be so that all righteousness would be fulfilled. The promise 
of the Savior, Jesus Christ, who would die and be victorious over sin, death, and hell. So that sinners would have peace and hope. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. That is, John saw this. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. In one of the other Gospels, it says that he saw the Spirit of God descend like a dove in its bodily form. We know a dove as a bird. So John and the others, I suppose, who were there, were able to see and witness this happening that was given by God. Another way that they were able to receive, believe, and understand that yes, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus Christ is the Savior. And He is my Savior. So we see also through this baptism of Jesus Christ. Likewise, if we consider the many miracles of Jesus Christ, which those who were able to see and believe of them, they also were able to witness the miraculous works of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and were able to believe upon Him. So there were many that yet were unable to believe. All the people are listening. Because simple faith of the heart, humility of the heart is required to believe such a simple message that the Savior, the everlasting King, would be born to this world in such a lowly fashion. And many, because they believed with their mind, and they understood so deep, even the things which are contained 
throughout Scripture. If they did not understand with the heart of faith, and so they were unable to believe that Jesus was the Son of God, the living Christ. And even doubting Thomas, how we often hear how he was not there with Jesus when Jesus had appeared after his death and resurrection to some of his disciples. When he said, Peace be unto you, then those disciples who also experienced and witnessed that miraculous work of Christ when he had been raised from the dead and appeared unto them. They shared of that good news unto Thomas, but he was doubting and couldn't believe. And we remember how he said that, except if I see my Lord and Master Jesus Christ with my own eyes, and except if I put my hands into the wounds in his side that I cannot believe. But then Jesus came to doubting Thomas too, didn't he? And we remember how he told Thomas that, do not doubt, be not faithless, but believe. And then how did he say, that now you believe because you have seen me. There are many that are unable and will not be able to see Jesus Christ as Thomas and the other disciples in that way, in the bodily form. But Jesus said, blessed are those who do not see yet believe. Speaking of you and I, dear child of God, we say and we acknowledge that we haven't seen Jesus Christ in these ways which we have spoken tonight there in the city of Bethlehem, there at his baptism. We were unable to witness the miracle works of Christ. Then when he then when he served the people on this earth those few short years. We were not with the disciples there in that room when Jesus appeared unto them after he had arisen. But dear brother and sister in faith, we have experienced the same joy, the same 
exceeding gladness that even all of these former believers have experienced. When we have received the gospel of the forgiveness of sins into our heart, then haven't we, dear brother and sister, been able to believe, surely believe, that yes, Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the living Son of God. He is the Savior, and He is my Savior. Because isn't it so, dear brother and sister, that we here on this earth so often experience burden of sin. It's not new to anyone, not new to any child of God. The Bible says that all are sinful. So that is the way that our travel is. We find worry. Haven't we even found much to worry about in our lifetime these days? And so this life brings, brings that kind of pain and hurt. But then, especially then when we have been burdened by pain and sin and worry and whatever it may be, and when God has led us to the mercy seat and we have been able to receive of the blood drops of Jesus, that dear brother, dear sister, do not doubt, do not worry. Your sins are forgiven me in Jesus' name and precious blood. Through the power of this message, which is the message of Jesus Christ, it's the message which he gave to his disciples, to his kingdom, that, that they would continue preach the message of repentance and forgiveness of sins. We remember how he said that whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto you. So it is true. This also is the promise and the, the prophecy of God that the living message of Christ would continue I don't have a drink. even I after the Lord Jesus Christ was put to death and raised and then ascended to heaven. Jesus does 
still live here upon this earth. And we know and believe that he is here in the kingdom of God. And the word of God, the living word of God, which is proclaimed from the kingdom of God, is like that star which the wise men follow. It leads always to the baby Jesus. It's the right path and it brings one to safety. It's the place which you and I, dear travel friends, have by the grace of God been able to travel until this day. That's Dylan, but I can't answer. Where we have been led to the baby Jesus. And it's been a lowly place such that even I and even you, such great sinners, we don't deserve grace and forgiveness. And yet, from such a lowly place, the message of Christ is served unto you and I. And that stable is still here in the kingdom of God. It's where this living message, the gospel of the forgiveness of sins, is served. You and I, aren't we thankful that we have been able to receive it until this day. Where would we be without the forgiveness of sins through the Christ child? Surely we would be into the darkness of this world in this life. We can see there is much evil and much danger around us. And that evil and danger is a place that leads away from the baby Jesus and into darkness and unbelief. So, dear child of God, you with me, let us continue to travel this narrow way to hear and receive the Word of God, the living Word of God, as it is proclaimed through the Spirit in the Kingdom of God. It will lead us day by day. It will keep us on a safe path, that pathway which surely leads to heaven's shore. This should be over soon. Isn't that where you wish to go one day? It is my wish and my 
<laughs> so, dear brother and dear sister, hand in hand we travel together. This pathway is narrow, yes, but not so narrow that two or three can't travel side by side together, helping one another to the destination. Often when I have thought about this precious kingdom of God, I have thought about all of us, all of you here tonight, all of the different ages which make up the kingdom of God. From the babies to our small children, all the way to the oldest. And so often I have thought of this kind of picture in my mind, that all of us are standing one next to another in a long line holding hands and in that line there are some tall and some smaller and so on and so forth but all of us are in the same kingdom and we are in need of the same help no matter age, no matter wisdom, all of that does not matter, but every one of us needs the same help, and that's the baby Jesus, that's the forgiveness of sins which is proclaimed here in the kingdom of God. Dear brother, dear sister, tonight you can again lift up your heart and believe the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is proclaimed unto you once again that you can lift up your heart and believe all of your sins forgiven in his name and blood. And believe unto peace, unto freedom and joy. And in this way, we are certain to make it to the destination. God's promises are sure. We don't need strength of ourselves, but only need that strength which the baby Jesus grants. And I too, so often, this going my out along this hmm. way, only going for 60 minutes. If such a sinner could make it to the destination of heaven. But yet again tonight, I simply wish to ask that, and I yet believe. 
Jesus' name, amen. It's over. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, amen. Gideon, no. Gideon, stop. 